You know, when I look around at all the entrepreneurs who are grinding it out, spending 70 to 80 hours per week growing their business, you have to ask yourself the question, at what cost? Hi, my name is Tim Uchuk, and in this podcast, we're going to be exploring the tools, tactics, and strategies for crushing it and scaling your business without making the ultimate sacrifice of your time and freedom. Hey, what's up, guys? Tim here, taking a quick brain break and a drive, uh, which I recommend doing, by the way. I've been doing this for a couple of years, Um, just stepping away from the office after putting in a couple uh, hard hours uh, at work as a reward, creating a bit of a positive feedback loop after accomplishing. uh, I like to prioritize the, the main thing for the morning, get it done so that everything else is icing. So a bit of a reward, two birds, one stone. Um, I'm out for a couple errands as well as I thought I'd hop on here and record a quick podcast episode, something that's top of mind. We had a a discussion this week in our uh, Facebook group around kind of a joking discussion around this this notion of uh, a midlife crisis. (laughs) And I think it's timely um, given that it's the start of a new year. And given all of the the challenges that have happened uh, in terms of, you know, impacting our businesses, depending on your industry, um, you might be dealing with, you know, a lot of challenge in the face of uh, this global pandemic that's happening current time. And so this is really a mindset episode. I want to talk about specifically uh, how to engineer hope, fulfillment and joy into your average day. And I say average day because I'm not talking about, uh, you know, going on vacation, you're sitting on a beach. I'm talking about your, your typical average day. And what I found, if you, if you look at how you're feeling today, it's, it's often a reflection of the decisions you've made, the actions you've taken over the last rolling, you know, 30 to 90 days. And that's, that's a culmination of how you feel today. You think about the things that you've put off. Um, you know, maybe procrastinated, you feel guilty about uh, potentially not making hiring decisions, etc. Um, all of those decisions, all those seeds that you've planted in the last 30 to 90 are uh, going to impact how you're feeling today. So I want to talk about how you can, uh, through intentionality, how you can take control of your average day so that you can, again, you can, you can increase your fulfillment, increase your joy, and increase your sense of hope. And five things I want to talk about specifically today, five strategies. Uh, strategy number one, starting with this notion of the closing window or the, the gap. And it's the best way to describe this is the description of your worst nightmare being meeting the best version of yourself at the end of your life and realizing a massive gap between the person you became and the person who you could have become. So that's this looming gap, and, and uh, it's a segue to that, that uh, midlife crisis where we just feel like we have not moved the needle um, as far as we knew that we had the potential to do in our life, right? And that window's closing, the opportunity's closing. We, we feel that, you know, we're too old to make big moves, which I think is BS, by the way. Just take a, do a Google search for, um, for some of the most successful people uh, past the age of 50, and you'll see quite an inspiring list of people. So... That is BS, uh, just as a side note, but the closing window. And and the best exercise that, that uh, I think helps with this is you start with um, kind of a morbid exercise, but one of the greatest motivators, I think, is, is fear. So visualizing uh, 
your obituary and what people are saying about you at the end of your life in terms of all the people that are in your or were in your orbit, right? So think your your friends, your family, even your clients, uh, your colleagues. What are the types of things that they're saying about you at the end of your, at the end of your life? And if you understand, oftentimes this this comes back to you know our legacy, our impact, our contributions, uh, how we how we treated people, um, you know where we spent our time, our consistency, and and uh, the the people that perhaps you know looked up to us so visualizing this using putting a little bit of fear into you and then that's going to help you to really you take matters into your own hands and the best way to create your future or predict the, the best way to predict your future is to create it so that's why I like to work in seasons get really clear on what's important by going through this this fear exercise and reverse engineer it into the next 90 days in terms of what are the what are the things that you can implement into your days over the next 90 the habits that you need to put in place in order to move in that direction where people are saying you know positive things around your legacy at the end of your days um, so that's number one is the the closing window being very clear on on what you want your your impact think of that ripple when you throw a stone in the water, that's your impact, right? All those little rings that, that space out is your impact. And so this feeling of not fulfilling our, our potential through our, our God-given gifts, uh, it, it creates a lot of guilt and anxiety. That's where we have the sleepless nights and the existential crisis, right? So that's that, that notion of the gap. So number two I want to talk about is value alignment. And slightly related, but again, your average day... You could, you could be crushing it on the business side. You could have a lot of money in the bank account, but still feel empty and unfulfilled. And this comes from um, your alignment with your values. And think in terms of your health. Think in terms of your relationships with your family. Are you, If you value your family, for example, are you spending time with them? Are you paying attention to your kids, to your spouse? Right? Are, are you investing your energy by, this is why I like to go for walks with my kids every day. This is why we um, set up a ritual for going to Hawaii every January. So that I intentionally invest the energy in those things that I value. And so to the extent that you're within or outside of alignment with your values on your average day is going to contribute to your sense of fulfillment and joy on your average day. So that's value alignment. Number three stems from guilt, uh, guilt around things we've been procrastinating on. Think in terms of you've been putting off, you know, potentially, uh, you know, taxes, uh, key hire, letting letting somebody go that uh, is not a right fit team member. All the things that you've been putting off, they just sit in the back of your brain and they contribute to you feeling guilty because you think about them and you feel guilty about them late at night. So what I recommend doing is, um, number one, do a brain dump of all the things that you feel guilty about and around. Do a big brain dump. And next to all of them, circle the, the three that are the things you've been procrastinating on the most. And these are uh, very likely the things that, uh, that you, they're probably big elephants. And they're probably things you really don't enjoy doing. That's why you're procrastinating. So circle the three biggest ones you've been procrastinating on the longest 
and put a star next to those and um, to the right of each one of them, write down the smallest step that you can take to advance them. The smallest action that you can take to advance these things you've been procrastinating on. And this will immediately alleviate the guilt that you've been experiencing in putting these things off is just find the three worst uh, the three worst items star them and right next to them the uh, the smallest action you can take to advance them and lock it into your calendar lock it in get it done and keep moving forward so that's that's around dealing with the guilt of procrastination that's number three Number four, which is especially if you're an entrepreneur, you are likely a perfectionist. And if we're perfectionists, we see a lot of things in our world as being broken. That's why entrepreneurs are, are the world's innovators, the value creators. So when you see everything as broken, it's hard to be grateful because all we're seeing are problems all day long. And it starts to eat at us a little bit. And we start to lose sight of all the things that are going right this is where that gratitude muscle is so, so important. And the countermeasure for this sense of not appreciating things, feeling like just everything's broken around you at the end of, uh, of a day, is to start your day and end your day. So a bookend, start your day and end your day by writing down three things that you are grateful for. Over time, you're going to run out of, of the obvious things, and you're going to have to get smaller and smaller and smaller. You're going to be listing things like, I'm grateful for my lungs and the fact that I have the ability to breathe. It's like John Kabat-Zinn says, um, if you are breathing, if you're just breathing, there's far more right with you than there is wrong with you. So gratitude uh, is the countermeasure to what's inherent in us entrepreneurs, which is seeing things as being broken and wanting to fix them. We see a lot of problems out there. So you got to recalibrate your brain and your mindset a little bit to have gratitude and, and recognize that there's far more right than wrong. And you really have everything. If you're breathing, you have everything that you need right now. And the growth challenge is how can we, how can we incrementally improve, make our tomorrows better than our today's through value creation, but still have that ability to be content with what you have. Because if you can't do that, you're going to go away on vacations or you're going to be spending time with your family and you're going to be a little bit dissatisfied all the time. So practice that ability to express gratitude and appreciation. And also, by the way, when you start to hit your goals and unlock milestones, your reaction and response is going to be, so what? You'll, you'll perpetually be dissatisfied. That's why you, you hear the rumors of the miserable billionaires who are just, they're never content so gratitude is a very, very important piece, and that is number four. Last thing I want to talk about, uh, which can help you to engineer fulfillment, joy, and hope into your average day, is really, um, it's related to, if you've ever read that book, big fan of it, highly recommend it. Um, it's Man's Search for Meaning, which is the autobiography of a Holocaust survivor who was in a concentration camp, and he had literally everything taken away from him. But he, what he kept with him was his, his will and his mind and his ability to, to hold on to hope, his ability to hold on to hope. And he did that through giving himself on purpose something to look forward to. And he used for his, for his focus, for his meditation, he used a tree that he could see outside of his cell window. 
and he would look at this tree through the changing of the seasons and he would appreciate the changing of the leaves, the blossoming, the uh, blossoming of the flowers, and it gave him something to look forward to. It gave him a sense of hope through what was, you can imagine, the most painful uh, scenario situation, what he, what he must have witnessed and, and gone through. So this is the notion of something to look forward to. And what I recommend you do as, a, as an actionable uh, game plan is to think of a small, medium, and long-term um, set of things that you can set up in your life to look forward to. So I already mentioned a couple of them in terms of short-term. Uh, each day, for example, I've got my, my brain break, which I'm taking right now. I've got my, uh, in the morning after I stretch and exercise, I reward myself with a steam or a hot tub. I've got a, a hot tub right outside my office, and that's my little reward, and it gives me something to look forward to. Again, after uh, I put in a good uh, hour worth of work, I will make myself my favorite coffee. Gives me something to look forward to. Midday break, something to look forward to. End of day, walk with family. And uh, at the end of the week, we have a ritual of uh, Pizza Friday with my family. And during the hard weeks, I have something to look forward to. In terms of goals with, with, uh, with my work, with my business, I give myself something to look forward to through uh, rewards of big purchases. So I will buy a expensive bottle of wine um, or I'll, I'll have a, a picture in front of me that I have to look at each day of an expensive item that I really want, but I can't buy it or I can't open that bottle of wine until I've hit that milestone for myself. So I have stared at uh, a great bottle of wine every single day um, for five, six months because I've, I've, I've said to myself, until I unlock this milestone, I'm gonna, this thing is going to taunt me on a daily. So again, it gives you something to look forward to. You're engineering a, a positive feedback loop in this way. Uh, medium term things to look forward to. Uh, think of uh, like a, a weekend, long weekend vacation. Uh, it's hard to do during the pandemic, but uh, what we used to do was once a quarter, get something in the books, something in the calendar planned so that you could anticipate it and you're working towards it. And so your days and weeks, they don't feel empty. You always have something to look forward to. Um, date night with your spouse, date nights with your kids, get them locked into the calendar and you have things to plan and look forward to. Long term, if you haven't done this, this is one of the greatest decisions we've ever made. We have one big trip that we take every year. It's a ritual. And at the end of every um, time we finish every year, we, we plan it and we schedule it for the next year. So we can look forward to it as a family. So our ritual is every January, we go to Hawaii. And we're going for three weeks to a month. We haven't decided. We're, we're thinking of tacking on an extra week next January. But we got it scheduled. We got it in the books. It's a year away. And our kids, my wife and I, we've got the countdown clock. We're talking about it. And part of that sense of anticipation in many ways is just as great as the, the actual experience of going on vacation. Plus, it forces you, if you run a business, to get your, your ducks in a row so that you can actually take off that time and you're, you're engineering a reward for yourself, a reward for your family, and one of the best gifts that we can give ourselves and our family is the gift of experiences. So short, medium, long-term, things to look forward to, get them set up, get them into your calendar, um, actionable 
items on that one is to jot down ideas for the short-term, medium-term, long-term things to look forward to. So during your days, for example, I have, you know, after dinner, I've got like uh, my little stash of my favorite chocolates. I have one little chocolate, something to look forward to. I mean, they're ridiculously small. Um, the other way I, I look at them, I, I reference or call them, sorry, uh, mini vacations. So I've got a, a fridge downstairs with my favorite drinks and uh, I will reward myself between, you know, periods of, of hard work with these little mini vacations. So it is silly. It's, I admit it, it's silly. It's a small thing, but these small things are the important things that again, give us a sense of hope. We get a sense of hope by giving ourselves things to look forward to, setting up these rituals, which again, in the face of instability, if you're in a, a rapidly changing business, it's going to feel like things are very, very unstable. So this is where we need to cling even more to ritual on a daily basis. So we have that sense of stability. We need, we need that stuff even more. Talking about gratitude uh, in the face of challenges, uh, anytime that I'm, I'm struggling, if I'm going through something, big problems in, in one of my businesses, I focus even harder on the things that I shared today. I will, I will be even more um, diligent when it comes to the gratitude piece, when it comes to, uh, you know, my diet, my exercise, my, my value alignment. I really, really focus hard on those things because that is your fuel in the fuel tank that's going to help you endure these challenges, help you push through them, right? Because nobody else is going to do that for you. So I hope that's helpful. We talked about five ways that you can engineer uh, hope and fulfillment and joy into your average day. We talked about that gap, the cause of the midlife crisis, the, the gap between, uh, you know, this, this notion of your worst nightmare arriving at the end of your life, realizing an enormous gap between the person you could have become, the person you became. We talked about uh, living on average within the alignment of your, your values. We talked about the guilt that comes from procrastinating on things that you know are important. We talked about the power and importance of expressing and practicing gratitude and we talked about engineering things to look forward to aka rituals into your days into your weeks your months and your years so i hope that's helpful guys i am going to jump into the uh, grocery store here and otherwise i look forward to catching up with you all soon Hey, Tim Uchuck here, and real quick, if you enjoyed this podcast episode, if you could take a couple quick seconds to give it a rating, it would be very much appreciated. And secondly, if you're looking for more tools and strategies on how you can crush it in life and business, just head on over to bookwithtim.com, where I've put together a free case study which shows you how to unlock unprecedented freedom today by using the two power levers. Just head on over to bookwithtim.com. Until next time, wishing you success and freedom in your business. Cheers.